everybody. Welcome to episode four of Marvelous Kids. I'm Sienna. And I'm Ashlyn. And today we're continuing to discuss Marvel movies in chronological order. That's right. And today we will be discussing the man in metal who never has a wrinkly shirt, Iron Man. Yes, but before we get started, I would like to introduce our very first special guest joining us, Sienna's dad, Mr. Wonderful himself, Mr. Will. <sighs> what an introduction. Thank you, Mr. Wonderful. I've, I don't think I've ever been called Mr. Wonderful before, but I mean, I should be introduced as Mr. Wonderful more often, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Because yeah. I am pretty wonderful. I mean, well, thank you very much for inviting me to talk about one of my favorite Marvel movies, Iron Man. Appreciate You're it. Welcome. You're welcome. That's one of your favorites? Yeah. I mean, it was the first, the very first one, not in chronological order, in release date, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it launched a whole Marvel universe. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's start with your initial reactions. Do you like Iron Man, the movie? Sort of. Like, yeah. Yeah, kind. yeah I'm going to go with, yeah. Not my favorite of all movies, but that doesn't mean I don't like it. What about you, Ashlyn? I really liked it, especially when my favorite part, which we'll talk about later in the show. Okay. So it sounds like you both liked it. Maybe a little more than others, a little less than others. (laughs) I guess we'll get into it. So what is this movie about? Dude who never gets a wrinkly shirt. I heard that. (laughs) (laughs) So who is Iron Man? Tony Stark. Tony Stark is Iron Man. What makes him so special? He's a really good inventor. He invented the suit by himself. He invented two different suits. Only two. No, no. Actually a bunch, but like two main suits. Yeah, the first one was the metal with no color. Yes, except mm. gray and silver. So Tony Stark was the son of Howard Stark, right? Who happened to have been the creator, the guy who created Captain America's shield. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And remember, Tony's dad was a smart inventor and a businessman and the founder of Stark Industries during World War Two and worked with the government on special projects. And after Howard Stark passed away, he passed the company on to Tony Stark, right? So at the beginning beginning, beginning of the movie, we have Tony Stark. Is he a, a, a cool guy? Is he a good guy? Yeah. Cool, but not really good. Like, he's kind of a so famous that everyone should know me and that I'm so awesome and that, oh, you should get my autograph. Oh, you should too. Oh, you should too. I should always be on the stage, you know, peeps. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's too cool for school kind of yeah 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 all right so maybe not such a great guy but but a very cool guy he's more rad than glad <laughs> i meant yes for the cool not the good I meant gotcha yep makes perfect sense so at the beginning beginning oh my gosh i can't say that word <laughs> beginning so at the start of the movie he is <laughs> what he's going out where to do what where do we find him remember where he was going but i remember he was in like this truck with these like military people or something and one of the guys wanted a picture well one of the bad things well not bad but one of the things that made him cool but not good was the fact that he was selling weapons to some middle eastern folks and they were going to use the weapons for for bad things right yes yes so so he does this whole display of the weapons and then something goes wrong what happens people start attacking the other people attacked yeah, so they get attacked for the weapons, and he wakes up suddenly, and he has been captured, right? 
Yes. So what happens then? Then he, he wakes up and he's like in this cave with a bunch of people. I, I forgot what they're called, but they call themselves something. Before we get to that, when the explosion happened, he fell down and he saw that the weapons that he was being attacked with had his name on it, right? Yes. Suddenly the weapons that he's selling are being turned on him and he's not really sure he likes that. So he's captured now by a group of people. They're known as terrorists because they cause terror. Yeah. Okay. What were your favorite parts? Well, my favorite part was that it was funny to watch Tony trying out the new Iron Man suit and testing the flying. And every time he failed, the robot would spray fire extinguisher on him. And then like when he went through the roof and he came down and he crashed on one of his like gazillion cars that part was funny <laughs> all right so that's your favorite part tina what's, what was your favorite part in the movie? my favorite part well that was a really funny part i liked a couple of parts even though it was intense i kind of liked the battle scene at the end because it's like really there's a lot of action suspense mm-hmm. and i also liked the scene where they introduced natasha romanoff and i think that my most favorite scenes is when happy hogan is like trying to wrestle this one guy down and he finally gets him and he goes i got him and peers out into the hallway and sees all these people on the ground <laughs> and natasha mm. just like poofed out of the way with her uh, awesome skills and he was like yeah <laughs> so at the beginning of the movie i saw that he was carrying around a battery with him right everywhere he went he had a battery do you remember why i remember i don't remember. I <laughs> he had to carry a big battery that looked like it came out of it my dad's truck but it was the light thing that came out of Tony Stark's chest. Uh, yeah, he had the arc reactor in his chest, right? And you remember why he had that? Yes, to keep him from dying. Right, right. So when he got the bomb exploded, he had a piece of the bomb that was stuck in his chest. And it was going towards his heart. And that big thing in the middle was actually a big magnet that was keeping that fragment of the bomb away from his heart. And the only way to power it was with this big car battery that he was carrying around with him. Remember that? So that's important because that reactor, that thing that he had on his body and his chest is actually what powers all of his suits of armor. That's why it like showed and it didn't cover it. Right, right. But I'm sorry. I need to get something straight. The thing that he was carrying around the whole time was battery. When I first heard you say that it was a battery, I was like, uh-huh. wait, wait, what? So now I have the chance to say, I thought it was just a cool box that he liked holding. <laughs> That's probably what people were thinking like in the beginning, but then when they see him actually use it, they're like, oh, I understand that now. Yes, yeah. but I forgot. And so I, like, I see him walking around with this box and I'm like, oh, that must be like a giant Rubik's Cube that doesn't have very many colors. So in the movie, he had a whole bunch of different Iron Man suits. Which one was your favorite? I like the the newest one with the gold and the red because it yeah. had more color in it. That was cool, yeah. Yeah, I like the gold and the red one. I also like the one that, like, I like that one. I kind of like the old one because it's just cool how he made it out of his spare parts in a cave. So that was the first iron suit that he made that, was, that he made while he was sure. being held captive in the cave, right? That was put together by pieces, but did it look like it was heavy or nah? Yeah, yeah. it looked like it's heavy. It looks pretty heavy. It looks pretty heavy. So, I mean, it's pretty impressive, though, that he was able to put something quite so awesome out of spare parts that he found in the cave. I was going to help you with your sentence because you were going before you said awesome. And I was going to help you with the word obtuse because it's rather big. That machine was rather bigger Um, than the newer one. 
that's a good point. The first suit was much, much bigger than the second suit that was gold and red. He probably realized that it was like too heavy to walk around in. So that's right. probably what gave him the idea to want to fly too. That was cool. So once after he escaped and he got home and he's building his suit and everything, he had a friend with him, right? All the time. Who spent the, t- the days with him? Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts. Yeah, Pepper Potts. <laughs> kind of his helper, right? Someone who helped him in everyday things. His so assistant. His assistant. That's right. That's right. But then there was somebody else that was his business partner, right? So let's just get to the nitty gritty of it. Who was the bad guy in the movie? Because there always has to be a bad guy or a bad girl. Right. Except in Mary Poppins. His name. I feel like yeah. Obadiah something. Obadiah Stane, right? Yes. Yeah. Totally knew that. And why is he the bad guy? How has he become the bad guy? He wanted to take the arc reactor stuff, right? He kind of wanted to take over the company, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so he's a big bald guy with a beard who wanted Tony Stark's company. He used to be his business partner. And he stole he stole the round thing in Tony's uh, chest. Yeah. He stole it because he wanted to power up his his company with it right he wanted to replicate it and create one that was bigger so that and bigger than iron man yeah and he built a big suit right that Mm -hmm. was like iron man's but bigger and more massive more awesome he was like 500 feet tall you would be like huh what's up there yeah super tall yeah and when it was attacking Pepper, I could only, I couldn't stop thinking, when it was looking at Pepper and thinking she was a target, I couldn't stop thinking, why aren't you running away from it? Why are you just standing there? Mm. <laughs> he was yeah. literally just standing there. Yeah, and he took Tony's arc reactor out of his chest to power up his own suit, right? Yes. That's pretty mean don't, of him. Okay, if you, I thought you were going to say cool. And I'm like, no, don't say cool. That, that, that's not cool. That's like not, not cool. Not cool at all. All right. So then the two of them, I guess, fight at some point in the movie, right? Yes. At yes. the end. There's a, an end tense. Yeah, they were on the highway and they picked up the car with the family in it. All right. So I'm assuming since there was an Iron Man 2, I'm assuming that Tony Stark won. Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, technically, the entire podcast is a spoiler because we're reviewing the movies for. But like, we're kind of giving a summary about it. Too. Right. Yeah. Right. So people should know not to listen to this podcast unless they've already watched the movie. Or unless they don't care about spoilers. That's a good point. Yeah. Some people don't care about spoilers, at which point then, hey, it doesn't matter. Oh, all right. So if you had an opportunity to have an Iron Man suit, what one power would you make sure it had? If you could only have one power from the Iron Man suit, whether it's flying or the repulsor rays or the rockets that it fires or anything like that, what would be the one power you'd want to have? Can it be something that Iron Man doesn't have? Well, let's let's start with what he does have and then we'll build from there. Flying. I would like to fly, but I just don't want to go too high like he did and get (laughs) really cold. That's right. His his whole circuits froze up, right? He went too high and and his computer and everything just died on him and he fell, Mm -hmm. plummeted to the earth. Good thing he had a big, strong suit to save him, huh? Yeah. That must have hurt. (laughs) Especially if he didn't have it. Yeah, yeah. Sienna, what about you? Well, first of all, flying, obviously. And second of all, doesn't that flying require those thingies that he shoots out of his hand? So doesn't that mean we'd get that as well? Well, you know, that that's a that's a that's a fair point, but you could an argument could be made that those are just maneuvering jets and not things that fire 
at somebody. Yeah, right? but he uses the fireman uses the fiery things to push Thank himself you. up off the ground. Okay, I'll give you that. All right. Maybe yes. <laughs> so, what do you think of Tony and now? Don't think of any other movies, but this one. Do you think Tony and Pepper have a future? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. makes you say that? They really like fall in love. They're like two souls. You're like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And at first, I totally did not have to look away from movies when they were kissing because I hated it so much. Yeah, I totally <laughs> did not. And I still despise it, but I don't hate it anymore because I have seen so much of it that I don't really care as much. Ladies, from a scale of 110, what would you rate the movie? 10 being the best. Mm, seven. So you say seven. What yes. about you? Eight. An eight. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. a good number. So we got a seven and, and an eight. That means it's a pretty good movie then. Yes. So what ages do you would you recommend this movie to? How old should you be before you watch it? It says 13. It's PG-13, but I beg to differ. I'd, I'd say 10 or 11-year-olds could watch it or nine or eight-year-olds if they're okay with looking away a lot. And why would they be looking away? <laughs> because of the scary scenes and the creepy scenes and the, well, those are basically the same thing. So and we're barely doing like doing that and stuff. <laughs> we're barely doing that. And yeah, and the gross scenes too. And they did so ugh. and like that one scene where Pepper has to reach inside Iron Man's thingy to grab a cord. And oh, you can hear like the noise and she's like, oh, there's pus and her hands comes out and it's all like wet. <laughs> well now you're bringing up a point in the movie that we didn't talk about right so why why does she have to reach into tony's chest to get a wire why is he trying to get a why is she trying to get a wire isn't he changing the arc reactor thingy yeah he created a more advanced one and she had to reach in to, to grab a wire so he could connect the new ones right well cool cool so you think that it's good enough for eight or nine-year-olds as long as they are okay looking away from the scary parts and the gross parts and the kissy stuff. And the inappropriate parts and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but there was, like, barely any kissing parts. There's just, like, Iron Man and, like, that news reporter lady. <gasps> he yeah. kissed a news reporter. <laughs> <laughs> he should only kiss Pepper Potts. And kisses him. <laughs> Goes around kissing girls. Yeah. <laughs> So does that make him cool or does that make him bad? That makes him utterly disgusting. It depends oh. if he's cheating. So I hear your daddy calls Tony a player. No, he's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, pretty pretty much a player, I'd say. Oh, wait, I'm getting conflicting reports here, girls. One of you says yes, one of you says no. Okay. Well, so you like the movie. You think it's good for eight or nine-year-olds as long as they are okay looking away in some parts. But if you're 10 or 11, you can watch it without looking away? Yes, but you might need an adult, baby. You might. Might need a grown-up with you. Yeah. yeah, I think we should. I think we probably would recommend that all these movies are watched with a grown up next next to you, huh? Just to be on the safe side. Yes. Although for most of Captain America, I watched it upstairs in the bed when my parents were doing something down here. <laughs> and I think, I think we, you, you guys, I listened to your other podcast, and I think you've established that Captain America didn't have a whole lot of looking away parts. Well, there was you. one part that I didn't like. Yeah, the the mm. just one thing, but. Well, anyone who wants to know what that is should go back and listen to your Captain America podcast episode, right? Captain America. Yes. Oh, and while you're at it, you should listen to the other episodes as well, like as in all of them. <laughs> yeah, and, and do them in order so you'll know. Because yep. like, yep. if, if we say the next one is Captain Marvel 
and you listen to like Iron Man or something, it won't even make sense. Right. Just watch the right one. That's a great point. Okay, now let's go back to the, the suit of armor. Now, if you had a suit of armor like Tony Stark's and you could put any power you wanted in that suit, what would it be? And it can't be the power to skip school. <laughs> I think your daddy would like to have the power to, to be able to dance. My daddy or no, her daddy? Her daddy. My daddy. <laughs> I have two, but I don't know which one to choose. Okay. What, give, give me both. Invisibility. And teleportation. Oh, you want <laughs> so you want a suit of armor that is invisible and can teleport. Yes. So, so nobody be like, if I tap you on your shoulder, you're like, who is that? And I'm just like, I'm here. You just can't see me. So <laughs> you wouldn't need it to fly then, if it could teleport places, right? Yeah, but like I can still fly. I just want to be uh, invisible. So you want? Do you want a suit of armor that can fly, be invisible, and teleport? Yes. So would you fly and teleport at the same time? Will you teleport to a flying position? Yeah. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I got to admit, that sounds pretty awesome. Sienna, what about you? I would have, like, I don't know, but to choose between three powers. So I will just say all of them, like Ashlyn did her too. First of all, shape-shifting into anything. So, so like a transformer? No, like complete shape-shift. Like this Iron Man suit can turn me into a real-life fluffy cat or something. Like... like in Captain Marvel, the green people did. Like yeah, that. scrolls. Yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Right. Or the ability to magically age me up so that I can watch new Marvel movies whenever they come out and then resume me back to my normal age <laughs> without having to look away for them. Well, then the question would be, would it age you up in mind too or just in body? In mind too, so that I can like watch it. Right. <laughs> and the third power she, 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 would be since we're zooming back in time to Iron Man, then it would be the ability to get a new Harry Potter book every time one is released. That's the power that you want? <laughs> That's one of them. Okay. Or, or like a, every time a new good book is released to magically pop it in my library. All right. And every time we run out of space, it will magically extend itself. And if we run out of space in the room, the room will extend itself. Okay. And then the house will extend itself. And then the planet will extend itself. It That's sounds, a lot. <laughs> it sounds like it's a whole other podcast that we need to stand up. <laughs> so, uh, ladies, thank you for having me on the show today. I had a blast. But So what's the next movie that you are going to be talking about on the next the ne episode? The next movie is Iron Man 2. I'm excited. Cool. So everyone who's listening now should listen in next week to hear your thoughts on Iron Man 2. And maybe you'll have a different guest on that show. Yes, probably. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. We'll see. Hopefully we will. Hopefully we will. Cool. All right. Well, thank you again for having me. I hope to be welcomed back again some other time. Yes, we will definitely invite you again. Well, that's the end of episode four of Marvelous Kids. I'm Ashlyn. And I'm Sienna. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Marvelous Kids, and don't forget to tune in next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>